Welcome to Our Sleeve Life Podcast, hosted by Kelly and Mel, two lifelong friends who took control of their lives by having gastric sleeve surgery, five years apart. This podcast is for you, our listeners, whether you're pre-op, post-op, maintaining, being a support person, or maybe none of these, but this is your podcast. Now it's time for the show. Okay, welcome back to our Sleeved Life podcast. I'm Kelly. This is Melanie. And this is a podcast by patients for patients. That's right. And today we are going to talk about pre-op and our difference in journeys during that time. The crazy ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. So last time we talked about how... We started our journey. Yeah, like why we did it. Yep. Yep. And so this time we're going to talk about after we decided that, yes, we were going to do surgery and um, us realizing that by needing help, this was our path. Mm -hmm. So, all right. How did you choose your office? Okay. So my brother actually, Matt... He um, went to Oregon weight loss surgery six months um, prior to me getting my surgery. And that's in Portland. That's in Portland, Oregon. And uh, he did the lap band surgery and he had good results. And so he's like, this is the best thing I've ever done. So I feel like if you want to do it, you should do it. And you pushed yourself to... And so like, he's like, there is a weird two-month waiting process though. Which seems so like little well it's not that process that you're thinking of okay. it's where they actually go through all the applications it takes them two months oh. to even get to yours wow so matt's like just when you apply don't get upset that you don't hear anything back for like months and i was like oh and he goes they're just gonna call you too it's not gonna be an email so it's a little wow. it's a little odd yeah and i was like okay so i filled it out i was it was like a couple days after christmas actually okay um, cause I finally, I think after Christmas, I was like, Matt's doing, doing well. I need to fix this. Like I've been wanting to do this. I talk about doing it, but I've never like gone and done it. And I talked to my doctor once about it. Yeah. And, um, she wanted me cause I have metal in my leg. She's like, I'd like to have it removed before you, um, got your surgery. And you had metal in your leg because you broke your... Yes, I had, I had a spiral fracture, um, my left leg from knee down and I have a titanium rod from top to bottom and I have five screws in my ankle and two screws in my knee. Wow. So I was laid up for a little while, definitely gained weight on that. Yep. Um, so she said, I want to remove all that before we do your surgery. So I was like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I really, really don't because that was the worst pain in the world. Yeah. Dealing with that. Um, that was worse than having a child. I would rather have three more children to have a broken leg in that surgery. Yeah. Um, even our surgery. Wow. Would have it over again because it's just yeah, that much pain. So don't wish it on anybody. Don't break your legs. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. do it. It's not worth it. PSA, don't break your legs. Don't break your legs. Um, so hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I was like, I really don't want to do that. And she's like, well, how active are you? I'm like, I'm pretty active. Like, cause me and Matt, we try to lose weight right after dad died. So my loss of weight and I lost like 30 something pounds, but yeah. it just like, I hit that point where it just wasn't happening. I was working out, working out, working out and it just wasn't working. So I was yeah. like, what the hell? And then she was trying to tell me that she's going to take all this metal out and make me like work out again. I was like, lady. <laughs> so 
I decided to not deal with her. I mean, she's a nice lady. She was a great doctor after everything else because she was really surprised when I came back like a year later after surgery and I yeah. had my yearly. And she's like, oh, you've lost a lot of weight. And I was like, yeah. She's like, how did you do that? And I was like, I thought I had the office send you all my records because yeah that way she knew yeah and uh, she's like well, i didn't get anything so oh i had to go through all of it there and then i signed a bunch of forms so they can talk to each other but wow but yeah so matt was like just go here like your doctor is being ridiculous so yeah. um so i went and just did the whole thing and i filled it out and yeah like that's a lot of weird questions but um but i think it's all for a reason it's necessary it's all like mm -hmm. history like family history of course mm -hmm. like diabetes and cholesterol and all that stuff so yeah and was that the same for you with the filling out the application like they ask weird questions like i guess that's not weird that's it wasn't standard. well i was referred over to my office from my for my rheumatologist okay. sent me over there and so i think all of those type of questions was just automatically sent oh, when, okay. when she did the referral okay so i don't remember Ever. You probably wouldn't have to because no. the reason why I did, I guess, is like, this is like a whole new patient. Mm -hmm. Nothing, No one has my stuff, yep. I guess. so. Yeah. And my primary care doctor, she actually wanted me to do a weight loss clinic. Okay. Not the surgery. What's, wait, what's the weight loss clinic instead so of surgery? So it just basically is like kind of like Weight Watchers, which oh. there's nothing wrong with Weight Watchers, but I wasn't at that point where I needed... I didn't feel like that was my direction. No, because you go. you were so sick. Like, yeah. do we need to make this lady be sick any much longer right? than she already has? Well, and I was, I mean, I was basically bedridden for years. Yeah. And so this was a big step to make this decision. So, yeah. So I don't think I ever really had to answer many of those questions. Right. Um, I know that we talked a lot about what I ate. And, you know, of course, my autoimmune diseases, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about that. But, no, I think pretty much all of it was in the referral. So, from when you referred, mm -hmm. how soon did you get to see them? I think it was like a month later. So, it was a month later. So, yeah. it was not too bad. I put the application in. I got the phone call two, two months later. So oh, okay. Yeah. So, not You got referred over yeah. one month. Yeah. It was just funny when they called me. Guess where I was? Where? I was at Olive Garden. Of course you are. <laughs> and with my mom and her friend. And I was like, hmm, this is a Portland number. Like, I should probably answer this. Well, probably. And then I did. And it was them. And they're like, when can we get you in? And because it was February. It was like February, like 25th or 26th. And then how soon after that? It was quick. Like it was... A week? It was like two weeks. I was like oh, wow. right around Dylan's birthday. And his is March 8th. So... And Dylan, Dylan's my son. Yeah, he's <laughs> my son. Uh, <laughs> he's four, like turning fourteen, coming up, and it's insane. But That's so crazy. This is back when he was like nine, I want to say, yeah, nine years old. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, what was I saying? Mm, this happens. This totally <laughs> happens. We know this as yeah. even the weight loss stuff does this shit to you. It's really yeah. fucking annoying. <laughs> it makes you forget everything, everything you're saying you're as about. it's coming out of your Oh, mouth. how quickly it was. Yeah. So that was the deal. It was like two weeks. They had me in there when they started the process with me. So That's so crazy. Because you had to do the whole thing in the office too. Like there's like several people you see. Yep. Yeah. So I saw my surgeon, my nutritionist, and my therapist every time I went in. Oh, every time? Every time. So how it was once a month. Oh, shit. Yeah. For six months. Oh, so you really get to know them. Yeah. You become very, very close with 
your surgeon and your nutritionist. I got really close with my therapist. Yeah, that makes sense. Unfortunately, she was um, doing a practicum. Oh, so no. literally right before I had surgery, she left the office. And so that was, that was hard. Yeah. Really hard. Like going in and like meeting with a new therapist and being like, I've already done all this. So you're like, I want to tell you everything. I yeah. already told someone all this Yeah. Stuff. I already had these discussions with her. So. I want to rehash this. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, you become very super close with everybody in that office. I felt like. Yeah. Um. But I also loved every single person that I saw. Like from the moment I walked into They're that so office. Nice. Yeah. They're like, so incredibly nice. So creepy nice. Because, like, that's the one thing that's really different about ours. Mm-hmm. I only met everybody once. Yeah. Which is funny. Yep. One time. I but had... that was five years ago. Yeah. So, mine was, yeah, May uh, 13th of 2015. Yeah. So, it's about to be five years. I fluffed up a little bit on the timeline, but it's still, <laughs> I figured it out exactly. Yeah. I knew it was coming up to my five year. Yeah. I just couldn't remember. But, um, yeah, I met everybody once in March. And then... I had one checkup. You came with me, actually. Remember yeah, that? Yep. And then I had one more checkup, and that was with the surgeon. Yeah. So we've actually already met uh, my surgeon together. Yeah. That's kind of funny. That is funny. So I didn't have many appointments. And then your therapy was over the, the phone. phone. And it was one. Yeah. So they go, Which hey. I don't feel is a good gauge. No. For whether you're mentally prepared for everything that is what, weight loss surgery. What they told me was, like... They go, hey, like, they're going to do a phone call with you. And mm-hmm. then they're going to assess whether you need to do any more follow-ups. Oh. And I go, okay. Because they did the same thing with Matt. So okay. Matt, Matt told me to be prepared for this phone call. And I go, yeah. how long is the phone call? And he's like, so it was like 30 minutes. They ask you a bunch of questions to make sure you're not going to do some crazy shit. Yeah. Because that's very real. So yeah. um, you can become a hermit and, like, stay inside. You don't mm-hmm. want anybody looking at you because it freaks you out. Yeah. Um, or you go the all, all out where you're just, like... Showing everything to everybody, <laughs> sleeping with people, leaving your husbands and your Which spouses and wives, and it yeah. can it happens. So they just want to make sure, like you know, what's about to happen, and mm. you're mentally prepared for it. But I don't even think one therapy session can gauge that. Nope. You know. Nope. 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 Like I feel like I did six, and I feel like I oh, could have good. probably done six more. Was it an hour or thirty? It minutes? was an hour every time. Oh, so that's amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like. So how, guess, how does a 30-minute appointment yeah. gauge whether you're mentally prepared for what your body's going to go through? I mean, after six appointments with mine, I still wasn't prepared for everything that was going to happen. No, because I don't think anybody can really prepare you for this because it's very mm-hmm. it's very feelings. Cause it, like, it is. You're it's, very in tune with your feelings and yes. it's weird. Yes. So I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And But I feel like... I am so much better off now that I did oh, yeah. those six therapy sessions and really could discuss why I was eating and that it wasn't just all my medications that was causing me to eat. It was right. my own personal need to control something. Right. And so if I could control eating a Ben and Jerry's every single night, I made that decision, yeah. not, not your medicine and not my medicine. Yeah. So once I took responsibility for that I felt like I could control what I was doing and that I was like okay yeah I got this yeah see we never figured that out yeah like I had to figure that shit out on my own 
years into this. Yeah. It's not quick. No. The weight goes quick. The mental part is forever. The so, mental and is you, forever. you learn as you go about yourself. And it's very crazy what happens when you become smaller. And because attention does change your personality a little bit. Yeah, it does. And how you look at the world a little bit is definitely going to be different. Like, we're going to have a whole pot, like, I think, episode about it. Yeah. So, yeah. We're um, definitely going to talk about the mental aspects of this. Of this so, um, but yeah, where was yours at? Mine was in McMinnville, Oregon. Okay. So, it's about 45 minutes away. Yours was about an hour. Right? Yeah, mine was an hour drive. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, mine was 45 minutes. So, once a month, me and my husband would drive and 45 minutes there, do three back-to-back appointments. So, mm-hmm. it'd be like three or four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then drive 45 minutes back. So, it was a... I think it was a commitment and I think it was good for me to be able to be like, I'm going to commit to this drive every single time oh, yeah. that I need to go in. That probably helped prep you. Yeah. And I think it was good, like, leaving the office, like me and Cody, my husband, could discuss what was going on. And so it gave us gave us that time to kind of... Oh, I didn't think about it that ...reevaluate as a couple. Mm-hmm. So after every single appointment. So I, I like actually... That appreciated the 45 minute drive but it was a commitment yeah to say i was going to do that every month um but yeah i like i love my office it was i think it was the perfect fit for me okay did you do you feel like yours was the perfect fit for you i think so it's kind of fits my personality we just want to like get them in get them out (laughs) quick and easy (laughs) not literally maybe not as quick as i like to get shit done i'm not like, if I um, put my mind to something, it's like I'm all in and yeah. I'm all in right away. And yeah. so I'm thinking back, actually, while you're talking, like, I guess I did see them. I think they took my, like, my blood and everything, like, once yeah. a month. So I did go up okay. there. But also from March to May is only two months, guys. So no. you yeah. can't really get a lot of, do- like, visits in. Yeah, no, you so, couldn't. I mean, I did see them and I felt like enough. Only one I would say that wasn't was definitely a therapist. Yeah. So oh, yeah. That's the only, like, the nutrition was on point, like... She was very thorough. She Good. asked me, like, everything that I eat. And mm-hmm. then we went through it together and was like, yeah, you can't be having bagels and <laughs> yeah, and muffins and yep. all those things. Like, And I wasn't actually having those all the time, but it was definitely once or twice a week. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, that was a thing. It just wasn't every yeah. day. Yeah. I'd randomly, like, have some cereal or... Yeah. Oh, I miss cereal. I do miss some cereal. Oh, cereal with some milk, ice cold <sighs> milk. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Four years later, I've done it and it's amazing, but it's like not worth it. Not, it's not worth it because then you're like, I want it all the time now. Yeah. 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 I will see commercials for cereal and I'm like, oh, I could use some Cheerios right now with some ice cold milk <laughs> or a life cereal. Oh, life for sure. Remember mine was O's forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, Man, that me worked up the roof of your mouth. But it was so, so good. <laughs> like, it was a good rough mouth. I was like, I knew I had those that a morning. good rough mouth. Yeah, it's like one of those, you know when you work out and you're sore and you're like, the next day you're walking around you're like, oh, this is really sore. Yeah. And you're like, this is a good sore because like, I know I did some work. I put some work into those yeah. O's. And I knew that later on, I was like, I had O's this morning. It's like a good day. Oh, God. It's a great day. Oh, my goodness. But no, yeah, it was O's and the Lucky Charms. Like, yeah. I love yeah. life too, but like. I missed Lucky Charms. Yeah. So I think it was just the marshmallows. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. I know they're like stale marshmallows. I don't know uh, why. It's yeah, like, I don't know. Because I did rehab them and they're not the, as great as I remember it. Yeah. That's they're the too, everything's too sweet. Too sweet. 
what was required for you before you had surgery? Mm. I know there wasn't many. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, I need to preface this, though. Like, uh, my husband works for a really good company that I'm very thankful for because they have the best insurance I've ever seen. They do. They have almost, like, like better than state employees. Mm-hmm. So, everything was paid for. Um, I didn't have any weight requirements to meet. I just had to have a BMI. But, yeah. like... Oh, look at me. I had the BMI just fine. It was just fine. <laughs> I wasn't concerned yeah. with meeting that BMI requirement. Um, I think it was like a 35. I feel like it was 34, 35. And I was like a 40 or like 38. It was a high. Was I high. feel like I was pretty close to 40. Yeah, it was pretty high. I was like impressed. I was like, oh shit, like I'm more of that. <laughs> This is a problem. Yes. Because once you start putting the numbers down, and I'm a numbers girl, like, mm-hmm. my major's in accounting for people to know yeah. that I'm a goofball and love numbers. But, like, when I saw that number, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm really in this big. Yep. But, but yeah, so I did, um, what were we talking about to get to there? Your requirements. <laughs> oh, the requirements. Thank you. <laughs> it's going to happen. Anyways. Uh, requirements. Which yeah. we, we kind of touched on, like, nutritionist, therapy. Yeah. So, I mean, I still had to do the same things that you did. It was just yeah. less of it. It was way less. It was way less I mean, it was it. basically, what, a third? Mm-hmm. Because I was, it was just two months and yours was mm, six. six. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, literally a third. Yeah. I didn't have a weight requirement either. No. So, I didn't have to lose anything. I mean, I feel like once I started going to the nutritionist appointments, it kind of clicked with the therapy and mm-hmm. everything that hey, I should probably start weaning these things out of my system because I am going to be giving them up. Yeah. So, and at that time, my sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and their two kids lived with us for a short while. So, I was also battling with not only our food coming into the house, but their food coming into the house. That's rough. Yes. So, but I think it was a good kind of hurdle for me to go through to know that it was... These things are going to be put in front of my face. Yeah. So you're going to have to face it, face it now. Exactly. Because you're an all-in girl too. I am. Yeah. So. I'm all in. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what it was, is when I made that decision, I was all in. Yeah. I had to make this work because I had no other options. I think that's the only way to be successful is that you can't teeter on this. This no. is not a game, guys. At least for the next, like the first year or two. I would say two. Yeah. Two solid. I feel like you can flip a little bit. Um but I feel like for the most part, you want to be on point with your eating. Yeah. Because if you're not happy with your weight loss, it's probably because of what you're eating. It's you. It's yeah. 100% you. Because yep. all you have to do is listen to the doctor 100% yep. to the T. Because that's what I told you. When yep. you asked me my advice, I go, well, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done to so do it. Yep. And then you have to follow the doctor. Yep. Do not do not listen to anybody on any forums. And I love you guys. Mm-hmm. It's just do- listen to your doctor because yeah. we're all so different. And well, I think and every doctor's what, different. Yeah, and that's the like the biggest thing that people are like, well, no, I can do this, so you should be able to do this. It's yeah. Like, no, 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 no. That's yeah. not how this works. I yeah. have a whole different digestive system than you. Mm-hmm. Simmer down. Yep. Let's listen to a doctor because yep. you know they went to cool like school for this. Shit. Well, and I think not that keto is bad or Weight Watchers is bad or anything like that. Right. But I feel like it's all a different style of dieting or Mm -hmm. lifestyle change. And so just because you're saying, oh, I'm on keto and I can eat that. So you should be fine. Like you're saying, like, no, 
Yeah. My doctors told me not to eat that. So I'm going to follow those directions over. That's you. actually one of the reasons why I won't do keto is because, because um, remember, our doctors love us to have beans. Yeah. So that's a big it's protein a source, source and yep. fiber. Yep. And you can't have that on the keto diet. No, you can't. No legumes. And, and there's know. most fruit. Yeah. Oh, totally. You, can't, you have. can't have. Yeah. And mine was actually like, I didn't even care about the fruit part. It was literally just those beans. Because I was like, you can't fucking tell me I can't have beans. <laughs> These are so good for Bean you. Bean addict. Like, right over here. I haven't met a, a doctor that didn't say, eat your beans. Yeah. So eat your fucking beans. Well, eat your beans. And then with fruit, <laughs> uh, uh, with fruit, I mean, no fruit is going to make you fat. No. If you eat You'd pineapple to- every single day, it's not going to make you fat. No. There is not enough artificial sugar or any artificial artificial sugar in that to... Well, no, it's all natural. Yeah. Yeah. That's but what I'm saying. Still, like, like, there's, not... nothing, there's nothing bad in fruit. Mm-mm. But I also think that our lifestyle change is completely different than a keto lifestyle change. Oh, of course. It would, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So, and even permanent. though... Yeah. Well, and I mean, even though they call it bariatric keto... Is essentially what you're doing after surgery. It's true. Because it's all protein. It is. But, you know, it's not, it's just different than regular keto because you are eating those fruits. You are eating beans. You are eating Yeah, the and things. a lot of the keto is higher fat um, content too. It is. And we're told not to. Yeah, no. It's just protein. Yep. So Well, because, I mean, that's what your body runs on. Yeah, it's protein first, so. no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's what exactly. they, oh, like, when they, did they do the plate thing with you? Yep. Yep. So you better eat your protein first before you start touching anything yep. else. Don't touch anything else on your plate, which I follow pretty closely yeah. to this day. So, and then you had to do a sleep study and a scope of your stomach, right? No, I just had to do a sleep just study. Just a sleep study. You did okay. the scope. I did the scope. Yeah. But I also don't know if that's because I had ulcers and um, had my GERD, which oh. is, you know, severe acid reflux. Yeah. Um, that's probably why, because I've never had a yeah. tummy issue. Yeah. Which she, I mean, mine, thank goodness turned out just fine but um i think she wanted to be prepared if that was something that was going to be an issue well, I think later that's on super smart well and um the sleeve surgery can cause you to have really bad acid reflux mm-hmm. so that's something that you have to keep in the back of your mind when you get it is if i have really bad acid reflux is this going to cause it to be 10 times worse yeah i guess it's something you have to factor in yeah so it's a risk factor yeah which you know, I didn't have, I haven't had any issues, so I'm, I'm good with it. That's actually how I realized I was having heartburn <laughs> for the like first time uh, it was after surgery. Yeah. But we're, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll about, talk that. about that in post-op. 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 So. Um, all right. So. How was your sleep study? You did the same thing. I did sleep study, but I did it before I even did my, um, Referral. Oh, so it was part of your referral. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do it during. Nope. Okay. So I went in on my own and just did it, which I had really bad sleep apnea. How bad was yours? Um, I was like between moderate and high. Oh, no. So I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was the guy said that it was pretty bad did and you... that I needed to get a machine. Yeah. Okay. Which okay. I did get the machine. 
but I can't do the whole thing on my face while I'm sleeping. I just... Yes, you can. I just can't. You can. So, I technically never used it. Kelly Lynn. I know. It's so bad. But I don't have sleep apnea anymore. So no, you so, don't. So, it's okay. So, oh. I'm alive and kicking, so... You still have it? Yeah. Can you send it back, or...? I don't know. It just sits under my bed, because what do I do with it? Okay, we can give it okay. to people. Never mind. Okay. All right, sweet. We found somebody. It may or may not be our producer, Marcus. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> I did not like that sleep. That was the first time no. I've ever had to do one. Yeah. That is weird. Now, did you, you did it at home? Yes. Okay. Yes. That was the same with me. Yeah. It was just weird having that box with you the whole time. Yeah. And then like, I don't, I don't sleep on my back. Oh. I sleep on my stomach. Oh yeah. So that's really hard. So it was real hard. You know, what's interesting is that I sleep a lot more on my back now. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I sleep a lot better that way. I wonder if it's because your sleep apnea Might have. got better. It got a shit ton better. Because it wasn't actually that bad. That was the cool thing. So, like, my brother's was, like, high. Yeah. And they did the same thing. They're like, you get on the thing, like, tomorrow. Yep. Or tonight. Yep. Mine was a, it was nine. She said it was nine times out of the nine. The whole oh, night. okay. So, that's not horrible. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but if you think about that, nine times, times is kind of crazy. You so, stop sleeping or stop breathing. Yeah. My brother was 11 times an hour. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, that was like, I was like, oh, okay. So, I'm okay. It's just we need to fix this shit before it gets bad because yeah. it can get real bad. Yeah. Quick. Super quick. Yeah. For sure. Because so, like, I just realized, I realized when we were doing the sleep study, like, oh, like that's the whole snoring thing. Yeah. Is really you trying to get, like, breathe? Yep. And I didn't snore. Like, me neither. It was very rare, although my husband will totally disagree with me. But I don't, I don't snore. Eric says I snore, Eric's my husband, um, that uh, when I'm sick. He's like, the only time I ever hear you snore is when you're sick. He's like, other than that, it's not a thing. I mean, that makes sense, though. I mean, you're not feeling good. Right. All the grossy, phlegmy stuff. (laughs) Thanks for that mental (laughs) picture. Um, You're welcome. So for the liquid diet, which is a huge aspect of the pre-op. for pre-op for, I think now, um, back when you did it, how long was yours? I'm ashamed to say it. <laughs> Just say it. It was 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours, people. 24 hours of a liquid diet. It was amazing. I did two weeks. I know. Two weeks of a liquid diet. Yeah, I know. I feel bad. Yeah, that, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, but because I think the end result was surgery. Right. So I was like, okay, I can do anything for two weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's good. And so I had four protein shakes a day for two weeks. See, I know you're paying because that's on the opposite side for me. Oh, true. Because you had a longer post-op, which we'll talk about in episode three. Yeah. Because it's it's a little it's there there is some differences here because like yeah mine was just twenty four hours and then like mm-hmm. like did you have a last meal? I did. It was melting pot, nice. which is delicious. Of course. Oh my gosh! What'd you get? Um, the same thing I always get. Um, <laughs> teriyaki sirloin, and I had um. With the gorgonzola sauce. That would be my dogs barking because we're in my house and my youngest decides to park randomly at all times. So <laughs> if you hear dogs barking, it's just mine. Yeah, I did. I did melting pot. It's. You said it was teriyaki sirloin. Yes. And with was... gorgonzola sauce. Okay. Which is, it's so good. It's well, like a cheese sauce, right? 
Yeah, gorgonzola's the cheese. cheese. Yeah, yeah. So I want to make sure I okay. had it right, right. in my head. Yeah. And then I had the cheese fondue, and then lots of bread. Yeah, bread's oh. a fucker. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then dessert, of course. Okay. So I th- yeah, it was a good last meal. And then my little sister made me these amazing cupcakes that had little hand done stomachs on Aww. them. And it also had a little gravestone <laughs> because it was rip RIP to my stomach. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the, my most favorite parts of that was seeing those and she That's was super so cute. proud of them. Yeah. Yeah. She so, does great work for cakes yeah. and cupcakes oh, yeah. and all that and decorations. That watermelon cake that, so off topic, but for my first birthday, post surgery i couldn't have anything and so my little sister made me this amazing watermelon cake yeah to celebrate and it was so good it was delicious yeah yeah anyways okay anyways. so did you have a last meal i did it's kind of funny i realized while you're talking that i had like several last meals <laughs> because people wanted to take me to dinner yeah so that was that happened probably for you too huh like people oh were yeah like, oh yeah we had a list of everywhere i wanted to go and say yeah. goodbye to yeah, yeah basically yeah you were just saying goodbye to places that you should probably never walk back into mm-hmm. um but yeah like we you know did the olive garden thing i gotta get the breadsticks in that oh, was yeah. a deal because i did that it's funny because i used to not like their breadsticks but then we started like eric started liking going so we mm. started going and then eric's brother introduced us to um which should have never happened where you dip in Alfredo, and Alfredo sauce, sauce. Oh my god! Oh, so delicious. But yeah, it's a problem. Don't do it. It is a problem. Like I have not stepped foot in Olive Garden since. Good. Don't. There's no point. We have no point. Um. So we did that one, of course, and then we did Red Lobster because the biscuit. Yeah. Love the biscuits. I probably had like five that day. I was like awful. That's so crazy. It's insane to think because I'm like, how could you put five biscuits <laughs> inside of you? But now I'm like. <laughs> Oh, this is crazy. Because, like, I, I could have. I, it was just fine. No yeah. problem. And then ate the rest of my meal. No problem. Which, their meals are huge. Yeah. So, you're packing down five biscuits. Mm-hmm. And a salad. And a salad, a salad. With a full meal. Yeah, I get shrimp scampi and barbecue. Not barbecue. um, Popcorn shrimp. Yeah. And then I would get ma- the baked potato and some broccoli. And you would probably eat it all. Or most of it. Pretty close. Yeah. All the shrimp's gone for sure. Yeah. But I'm the same way. Yeah. I would eat, we would go to Olive Garden and I would have salad. Mm-hmm. I would have the breadsticks. And I would, by breadsticks, I mean like three or four dipped in Alfredo mm-hmm. plus eat my whole meal. Yeah. And what was your favorite? Like, it was a little greening, right? A little um, it was, well, you know, they had specials. So it was like different every time. But oh, okay. there was, um, I loved their make your own pasta, like choose your own pasta. Oh, right. And they had this garlic Alfredo that was amazing. And mm-hmm. I would get it, get it on the cavatappi pasta. Very nice. It's delicious. But so yeah, bad. don't even go there anymore. So bad. It's just not worth it. It's not. Um, what else did you go to? Did you do a Red Lobster trip too? I don't think we did Red Lobster. No. No. I think it was more like... Olive Garden, Melting Pot. There was a few places that I wanted to go but couldn't because I like to go to Missouri to visit a friend Mm -hmm. of mine. And there are restaurants over there that are amazing. And so I never got to say goodbye to those. Oh, I did say goodbye to Sugar Sugar, a cupcake place here in town. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
So, and they are amazing cupcakes, but I've now unfollowed them on all social media because I cannot oh, look at no. them <laughs> without no. wanting one. So, well, you're smart. Yeah, you're smart. I just, there's no that. point in looking yeah. at it. It's, it's just like not going into Olive Garden. It's, there's just things that it's just not worth it to try to push yourself on that. No, not at all. So, no. Yeah, I did the, um, I did Outback. Okay, yeah. I didn't, that was the night before. You know what I had the night before the 24 hour? Oh my gosh. Laugh. I had a huge steak. Like, I was like, <laughs> we're doing this huge steak, which is actually not bad for you if you think about it. But no. it was like, we had the appetizers. I think we did the blooming onion. Oh, which is that. awful for you. Um, and then I had their salad, which I always get, which I love their salad, which yeah. is fine. They but still have a good, like, have a great yeah. salad. Um, and then we did the steak with a big potato and then all the bread. Wow. So, because I would just like cut a sleeve and then I would just like dip it in the butter and eat it. Right. Yeah. Makes it so much easier. <laughs> Best little roadhouse. That was one. Oh, their bread. I never liked their bread. Oh, well, you're lucky. <laughs> yeah. Because everything was too sweet. Oh, yeah. I have a weird thing with my sweet needs to be my dessert, not mm-hmm. my bread, not my any type of food. Oh. I will only eat sweet stuff for dessert. Huh. And it has to be at night. Learned that today with that whole donut fiasco. I was like, I can't even, if I get this donut, I can't eat until later tonight. Oh, that's so stupid. funny. You're like, because oh, sweets have to be at dessert time, which is oh. dessert time is after dinner. Um, I can remember several days where I would go in and have cheesecake for breakfast. So no. I definitely God, did not you and Eric adhere to that. Old. I've walked out on him just eating cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Oh, my God. Oh. But yeah, my, like. Yeah, it was just that for the night before. So what did you actually have the night before your fasting? That was melting pot. Melting pot was yep. the night before. Yep. Cool. I made sure that that was my literally last meal was melting pot. That's um, a good one. And then you didn't keep track of your weight, obviously, because it was 24 hours. So it wasn't going to adjust. Like, Much. yeah. Mm. So, and I think I lost 15 pounds on mine. Nice. So it was literally like a pound a day that I was losing. Oh, for the whole thing. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But it was like, it was crazy to see it on a scale. Like I bet. every morning waking up, weighing yourself and being like, I'm down another pound. Like this doesn't happen Kind of makes me. me want to fast for a week. Right. Do the liquid diet. I think People I might. do resets. Um, you're supposed, um, we're going to talk about this later, but there is, I did a whole, read a whole thing about like every quarter you should do it for three days. Really? Yeah. Flushes everything out. Good to know. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to try that. I think you should do it. Now I kind of want to do a full week. But let's just yeah. start with three days. Let's start yeah, there. there you go. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I did have to do it eventually, but it's different, I feel like. Yeah. Because I did see a weight change. Like, they weighed me right my very first appointment. Okay. And then on surgery, I lost, like, 10 pounds. Which is still a huge so, amount. Like, 10 pounds is a lot. I know, but you did it in 14 days. How yeah. much did you do? Uh, it was down 15. 15. And mine was 10 pounds in two months. Yes, but you also didn't do a liquid diet. No, not at all. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Like, that's why it's, like, so different. And then when you did your fasting, mm-hmm. because for 24 hours before, you can't have anything that's not clear liquids, right? Yeah, I think that's all I was on. Okay. So, I remember having, I could have water, I could have coffee with no cream, mm-hmm. because I also had to give up, I had to do 30 days no caffeine. Oh, which is hard. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a bitch. I didn't have to do that. Yeah. But I don't, I don't drink coffee. You don't. Never have. Um, caffeine keeps me going. Keeps 
like 80% of the world going. 80%? So, yeah. yeah. I think that's probably accurate. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty close. Yeah. I, don't, I just <laughs> decided to not join that bandwagon because that was going to open up a whole nother yeah. scale of things I didn't need to be addicted to. I was drinking like a carafe of coffee a day. And then I would drink. So it's like a pot of coffee. Thinking, I'm like, what's a craft? Yeah. It, it's what Keurig called their like pot of coffee. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I would drink one of those and then I would take a nap. Yeah. It was, it that's was insane. Bad. It's supposed so, to make you be awake. Uh, yeah, that that's the whole point. But <laughs> nope, nope. I would lay down on the couch and go right to sleep. So, yeah, I mean, I think for that 24 hours that I was clear liquid diet is mm -hmm. what they call it. So, right. you, so, you know, I did 13 days of a liquid diet with protein shakes. And right. then that one day I had to have three clear protein drinks. Mm -hmm. So it was called IsoPure, oh, which yeah, they're yeah. not bad. No. They're, they're not great. But, I mean, if you are only drinking them for... 24 hours, it's fine. Yeah, you could totally do it. Um, but they taste like Gatorade, and I don't like Gatorade. So that was difficult for me. I don't mm. think I finished one. Really? Yeah. I just drink, I think I just drink water. Yeah. And tea all day. I think, yeah, I was supposed to drink three of them in that day. Holy moly. And then that morning of surgery, I had to drink a full bottle of Gatorade. And I hate Gatorade. I feel like they made me drink something. Yeah, it was probably that. I just don't remember what it was. I think it's because of the sugar. They want you to, like, it keeps your electrolytes going. I think your going. blood sugar needs to get back up yeah. there. Yeah. And then, yeah, because you haven't eaten all. You haven't eaten any real food in two weeks at that point. No, you didn't. And then who was with you? Uh, Cody, my husband. And then my mom met us at the surgery center. Okay. At the hospital. And... Yeah, it was... How early was it? I think we were there at, like, 6 a.m. It was early. It was early, yeah. Yeah. And my husband was working out of town. Oh, no. And so we were actually, let's see, an hour and a half from the hospital. So we had to check out of a hotel, get everything packed in the car, and then drive an hour and a half Holy to moly. the hospital the morning of. And my husband had worked all the night before. Cody's so, a champion. He is a champion. Yeah. But he, yeah, he got off work. We loaded everything. And then we checked out and left. So he's like, we were both so tired. And I was so amped up because I wasn't sure what was going on. Right. And like, I didn't know how I was going to feel. There's my dog again. Um. Okay. So morning of surgery, where were you? So I had to be up early too. It was okay. we had to be there. I think it's. 6 a.m. as well. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe 5. I can't. They, they always it was really so early. early. <laughs> it was real early. Um, And my mom and my mom drove me and Eric there. Okay. So. And so they were with me the whole time. Um, Which is nice to have that support system. Yeah. It was kind of funny because like my mom, because like, I was only allowed to have one at a time. Oh, really? So um, mom would just come in. We'd talk for a little while and then we swap, right? And when we swapped, mom went and got food, and then okay. then they like tagged each other in, and then Eric went and got food. But but Eric forgot like we weren't really sure on the time frame because they 
kept kind of moving me. So they were moving me pretty quickly. And then all of a sudden I was like kind of stalled for a little while. Okay. So he thought he had enough time. If I remember correctly, which we'll have a spouse episode and he can verify. But um, I could have swore my mom said bye to me. And then he didn't really get to because he was getting a hamburger. Oh. Like, because he gave me, like, anytime he left the room, it was like, I love you. Give me a big kiss and a hug. Yeah. So he made sure, like, every time, just in case, like, something did happen. So, I mean, you really did. Yeah. So, yeah. but, like, it was kind of funny because well, I remember when, we'll talk about it later, but it was just funny with him and the whole cheeseburger thing. Yeah. Because he was like, okay, dude. So we're going to have to ask him about that. Yeah. When we do our spouse yeah. episode. Um, but, but yeah, it was crazy because they just, I don't know, they just moved you real quick in there. Like yeah. They weighed me, took my blood pressure. Yeah. And they took my pulse. Everything was great. Moving to the next room. Yeah. She starts talking to me about, like, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. Which I was, like, re- I really enjoyed that she was detailed with me. Yeah. Because all I wanted to know was, like, what exactly are you doing? So yeah. I can have a good understanding. Because I was so scared of the stitches. Because mm. they talk about that, yeah. like, before surgery. They're like, hey, like, there's stitches up. Like, that's why in the next six weeks you have to be very careful. Like, mm-hmm. listen to everything we tell you because... You don't want anything leaking, and it's mm-hmm. a very low, low chance, but it it's still a chance. Yeah. So um, that made me really nervous. But then, like, she m- calmed me down by explaining, like, why that's a thing. And, like, the fact that they put that scope. That's when I had the scope down my throat was during surgery. During surgery. Okay. So um, they put the scope, scope down, and then they'll just go next to it. So once she told me that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got this now. Like, and once I have a good grasp of what's happening to me, I always feel better. Did it's you like, feel more settled or was it more like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I say Once you more knew calm. more about it and yeah. what exactly was happening. Mm-hmm. With, the, uh, with the fact of her, like... Because it's, it's not my first rodeo with surgeries. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I, can, I know I can handle the surgery, but what did you... Like, what is this really going to do? Like, yeah. is this really going to work? Like, there exactly. were so many things going through my head. I was just like, oh, man, this is... I'm really here. Like, I better do this. <laughs> that was still, no like, backing out no now. No backing out. Um, this is really happening. And then it was just like, I'm really getting, I'm really saying goodbye to all this stuff. Which yeah. was scary and exciting all at the same time. Yeah. And then with her telling me everything, just like kind of calmed her thing. Like, you'll be okay. Good. You're going to be you. It's like a 30 minute, right? I think that's yeah, what they said. I think mine was an hour. Yeah. It was like three minutes to an hour. Yeah. So like, that was nice because my leg was like five hours. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge difference on how mm-hmm. you're going to feel. So like that made me feel a lot better. That fact yeah. is so quick. Yeah. So she, I love her. So she was a great, I would say she's a great surgeon, even though I didn't get to talk to her all the time. Yeah. Like how you did. I still yeah. felt like connected to her. I like that both of our surgeons are women. I do too. It just, I don't know. There's some reason why that just makes me happy that I had my surgery done by a woman. Like, I feel like they understand a little bit better. Oh, probably. What we're going through. Because we're always looked at and shamed by what we look and how we, what our weight is. And Mm -hmm. so they can like definitely relate to that because they're in the culture. They have to deal with on a daily basis as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So something that I forgot to cover. Oh, yeah. Was the insurance mix up. Oh, yeah, you did have a big insurance. Yeah. And what brought me to that point was when my surgeon came in to my room as I'm getting ready for to have surgery. Mm -hmm. She's like, she walks in and she's like, yeah, we're not going to let those fuckers get us down. (laughs) She's like, we'll show them. She's like, we're here. We're good. So 
yeah, it just made me think it because I was laughing. Like she just made me feel so comfortable. Nice. But yeah, so the insurance mix up was, and I just want everybody to be fully aware that just because your office checks your insurance does not necessarily mean that your insurance will cover your office. Yeah. So when I started my journey with my office, they called my insurance, double checked, made sure that I was covered, made sure that the insurance would cover that office. Mm -hmm. They were told that there was no issues. So we did everything and about, so I ended up going a full six months, but about three months in, they changed the rules of my, of our insurance stating, stating that you could do, you could submit to insurance after three months. Mm, Okay. So I was like, well, let's try. So Mm -hmm. it was early, but we, so we submitted and it got kicked back and we were told that it wasn't. My office was not covered. Okay. Even though they had called. So I thought for sure that I was going to have to pick a different office. And yeah. I was devastated because like you said earlier, I was super close with every single person in that office. Yeah. You made relationships with these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want anybody else doing my surgery. Mm-mm. So when I got the phone call that they said that I was not covered, I remember just handing the phone to Cody and just bawling oh I bet I was so upset because I didn't I felt like I was not gonna ever get my surgery right at that point which is completely inaccurate and I would have had it eventually but in that moment in time I was so high emotion that I just broke down you're heartbroken Mm -hmm. and it was a probably a good week and a half before we got any answers oh no and it I mean so every day like I just felt like I was at this standstill and there was nothing I could do about well, it. The unknown sucks. Yeah, yeah. Especially with something as life-changing as this is. Mm-hmm. To be let down like that is just, it was awful. So how to get fixed? So I ended up actually going in to talk to my therapist. Mm-hmm. Because I was having a hard time dealing with the whole situation. I bet. And I was like, if they're going to pay for the therapy, might as well go. Yeah. So Because that was the other thing. They were paying all the bills to my office. <laughs> so it didn't make any sense. Oh, man. So I, I met with my therapist, talked it over, felt a lot more calmer, more in charge, um, decided, okay, I can do something about this. I don't know what, but I can do something. And so I had talked to the main um, lady in the office, and she was like, you know what? If you want to call your insurance, go right ahead. It can't hurt. Yeah. So I literally left the office and called my insurance, and I actually got a woman on the phone that had had weight loss surgery. Oh, wow. And she knew exactly where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. And she, it was, I still remember the word. She was like, I will do everything in my power to make this happen. Because I know exactly where you're at. Yeah. And within three days, I was approved. Oh, we love this lady. Yep. (laughs) We love her. She pulled phone calls. She did everything in her power. And she was like, you know what? We did it. You're approved. Nice. And we had to resubmit. And so she couldn't like, you know, guarantee my approval, but she was like, it's pretty much guaranteed. So we resubmitted. And I think it was, I want to say it was like 48 hours later and I had the approval. Wow. It was quick. And then we scheduled my surgery and that's awesome. Yeah. So 
I feel like we've hit pretty much every point we wanted to for make. Pre-op, for pre-op. pre-op, yeah. So I think so, we'll end it there. Do you want to do questions real quick? Do the yeah. one. We got some. We got two questions. One's for Kelly. So I'm going to read it to you. Okay. So let me pull it up here. I'm ready for you. So this is from Jen Flo. And it says, Kelly has a sleeve date close to mine. I'm wondering what kind of exercise she's doing and what is she eating these days? I have a very, very active job where I do 12 to 13 steps. 12 to 13 steps. Yes, that's active. Super active. Um, 12 to 13,000 steps in a five-hour period. Um, and I'm constantly moving and lifting and it's very, very active. Very so physical. yes. You're and doing I, squats. Yeah. Lifting hundred pound doors and yeah, so very active. Um, And so I got hired on there, I think it was June. So I was two months Mm post-op. And so perfect timing. Yeah, it was literally the most perfect job and timing that I could have asked for. So I have not yet stepped foot in a gym since I had surgery. Um, no, I take that back. I think I went twice (laughs) right after surgery, like right when I was cleared. Um, and that was probably May. So I really, I don't really do a whole lot of traditional exercise. I just go to work two or three times a week and I work my butt off. Well, and you're there for five to 10 hours hours, it doesn't every day is different you think like if you're being physical for that long that's enough like you're burning so many calories exactly so So, and then as far as the food what are you eating these days kelly uh yeah i'm gonna get in trouble um i am eating i eat a lot of baby bell cheese and cashews i know we talked about that in our last episode but um that's i mean that and like protein packs Mm -hmm. with the nuts and the cheese and the meat um, the those, P3s, is that yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, P3s. Um, Costco has a version of it that I really like. Okay. And then um, there's a Costco pack where it's just salami and provolone. Oh, that's nice. Which, I mean, when you're on the go and you're not sure if you're going to even be able to eat lunch, mm-hmm. that's a good option. Um, and we just want to clarify, the reason why she's in trouble for this is because her <laughs> cholesterol is too high. My cholesterol is a touch on the high yeah, side. And she doesn't eat enough protein throughout the day yes so, so that is going to be something that i'm going to change yeah. and really focus on how much protein i'm bringing into my system because it is important it that's is what important. your body uses to to move energize yourself yeah. um so but i do eat apples and peanut butter um <laughs> which is they're both that's kind of like my sweet treat at the end of the night yeah. like that's usually what i have it keeps me going for the for the night um nice and then, really, we just make regular healthy meals with a meat and veggies. We don't eat rice. We don't eat pasta. Yeah, um, no and biscuits. As, nope, no, no potatoes. Uh, we, as in me and my husband, um, we we do have potatoes sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's like a bite or two. And I definitely referred back to my nutritionist when before I started eating them, and she gave it the okay yeah, as long she, as I was not overeating that. Yeah, she really wanted you to eat some more different types of food. And yes. that was one that she's like, do it, but just yeah. just moderation. Exactly. But that's the whole key, moderation. Yeah. But that's a great question. I'm glad Jen sent it in for yeah. us to for me to answer. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Uh, 
So the next one's from myjourney.vsg.dsan. I was going to try to say it like desan, but... <laughs> desan. So this person is wondering about what are slider foods. So what I have learned, because I checked the interwebs. <laughs> the interwebs. The interwebs. But slider foods um, are a big problem. Don't do it because it's actually really not good for anybody on that's done gastric it's not any type of bariatric surgeries, actually, because with being in a bariatric, oh my god, I can't say it, bariatric surgeries. There you go. When you have those, you're ha- you need to do it's literally protein first, and then yep. anything that has nutritional value after. So protein, the veggies, protein, protein, veggies, fruits, nuts, seeds, things like that. Yep. Um, and these are foods that are they are listed this way as uh, pretzels, crackers, uh, Ritz bites, popcorn, cheese snacks like Cheetos. Um, tortilla chips with salsa, potato chips, sugar-free cookies, cakes, and candies. You'll notice that these uh, slider foods are often salty and cause a dry mouth. So that's the most incongested with liquid for, for palatable. And that's a problem. Like, we can't drink no. liquids with your food. So slider foods are just really things that are easy to go down because mm. um, they get really fine. Um, okay. But the biggest problem is that they expand and also with the drinking of the water yep. type deal. And there's no nutritional value in any of these foods. So with you eating salty foods, all you're doing is causing your body to want more water, but you're not getting any nutrition out of it. Like yeah. There's no actual like, I don't even, I can't even think of the things right now, but like, you know, vitamins and nutrition mm. is not in popcorn. No, it's corn's Because 100% bad for you. Corn is not good for you. Yeah. But I also think that having those foods... After you've lost your weight and you're happy with where you're at and you're happy with how you eat and Mm -hmm. you've come into a good routine, I feel like having those things aren't every once in a while. And by every once in a while, once every couple of months or something like that, I don't think it's... Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I also feel like you have to understand that those foods are not healthy. Yeah, they're just not. Um, they're just fun foods. Yeah. They're mouth pleasure. That's what they are. Not mouth pleasure. They really I are. love it. Um, one of the things that it does note in here is that because we have a pouch now, the tightness is, is supposed to help you with the restriction, like your brain to tell you no more. Yeah. And actually with these slider foods, it doesn't do that for you. You mm. don't, You won't feel the restriction as soon as you're supposed to. That's so interesting. So that's the biggest deal with slider foods. So. Good to know. All right. Well, thank you for that question. We appreciate it. Um, so until next time, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Hey, listeners. If you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcast. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Join us on patreon.com forward slash OSLP where you can get exclusive content. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Life, a podcast for patients by patients.